You're listening to Work It Lady, where the goal is for all ladies to be the best versions of ourselves. And if we happen to be moms, be the best moms ever and maintain our sanity while we do it. Okay, ladies, so today we are going to have some fun and we are also going to have a really in-depth conversation. Today we're going to be talking about a topic that I think a lot of women can identify with and something that we may not actually realize affects our personality. Um, So we're going to be talking about how trauma, past trauma, affects our personality. So I feel like for all of us, we may have some ideas about how our own past traumas affect our personalities, but sometimes we don't. Sometimes we don't realize that these little things or big things that have happened in our past, even our childhoods, affect how we interact with each other, and especially as women, how we interact with each other. So today, um, this is, of course, one of our ladies panels, our real talk with real women. And so to kind of get us started, I just want to quickly introduce all the ladies here that are going to be offering their expertise and weighing in on this topic. So first, uh, we're going to start with Alejandra. So Alejandra um, is an amazing photographer, and she also has a brand coaching business where she helps women achieve their business goals um, by helping them um, get their branding on point. All right. Say hi, Alejandra. Hi. <laughs> and uh, next we have Sonia. Sonia is the owner and founder of Recover, Restore, Grow Hair Care Products. And um, she has a wealth of uh, information and knowledge from the field of cosmetology. And so we welcome her. Hey, Sonia. Hey, everybody. It's good to be with you guys. <laughs> We've got Jackie, and Jackie is a dietitian um, and has definitely a lot of knowledge on how to keep us healthy. Welcome, Jackie. Hi, everybody. (laughs) And then we have Catherine, and Catherine is a nurse, and she is actually a trauma-informed nurse, so I'm really happy that she is here with us today to talk about how that trauma can affect our personality, even our health. So, hey, Catherine. Thanks for having me. Awesome. All right. So um, I guess I'll kind of dive into this first. Okay. Um, You know, how past trauma affects our personality. And of course, we all are coming from different professional backgrounds. And one thing when I was thinking about this topic is our professional backgrounds kind of shapes a portion of how we interact with people. And we're able to learn about people in a different way through our professional, what we do for a profession, right? Uh-uh. Right. So for me, um, prior to getting into podcasting, um, I worked as a hairstylist and makeup artist for events and television. So I always had women in front of my chair. You know, as a cosmetologist, right, you kind of got licensed to talk and and people just want to open up. And so I began to notice how much trauma really affected women later on and how it affected how they felt about the way they looked how they Mm -hmm. felt comfortable wearing their hair, how they felt comfortable wearing that makeup. The more I started to know about my clients, then I was able to say, okay, this client that's been through these things is not going to feel comfortable with this hair and this makeup. And Mm -hmm. I wonder how often 
in like the psychology field or in any realm of this sort of um, mental study, I'll say, do they make those connections? Are those connections made, you know? And I think, you know, in society, people don't really think of like a makeup artist or a hairstylist really getting into people's head like that, but it happens. Okay. So that's my little blurb on this. Um, and then we'll just kind of get things going here. Um, but then Alejandra, as a photographer and as a branding coach, what do you feel, you know, uh, how is your particular business giving you insight in this area? Yeah. So as a photographer, uh, you hit it on the nail. Um, the insecurities stem to uh, come up uh, and a lot of, especially women, moms, uh, choose not to get in front of the camera. And mm -hmm. we rob uh, ourselves of uh, being documented. Uh, but as a branding coach, I noticed that um, pricing is a sore subject for entrepreneurs. Um, we go down the rabbit hole of um, comparing our prices and seeing who does what where and I'm better than this person or I'm less better than this person. So maybe this is what I charge. And uh, that's the wrong way to go about pricing. So working through money trauma is crucial uh, to not project our own uh, money insecurities onto our uh, future clients. Wow, you said something there. And I'm gonna let everybody, you know, whoever mm -hmm. wants to respond on this, go ahead and add your two cents. But money trauma, like, I love that. That's huge. Because, you know, for me, the way I'm taking what you're saying is if I'm that person who maybe I was didn't wasn't raised having a lot of money, or I maybe had a lot of financial struggles, it's gonna be hard for me to see the value and commit to, or maybe even try to devalue, you know, the services you're trying to offer and everything. Anybody else thoughts? No, that's great. I think I need your help, Alejandra. <laughs> being a nurse and a coach and helping people with their illnesses, there's kind of an assumption as women, right, that we should be these generous, magnanimous caregivers for free. And so um, I noticed in my family, uh, my dad was like a big businessman. So when his son performed well in his business, it was like, yay, good job, congratulations. But when I did it, it was like, are you sure you should be taking advantage of people and taking their money, even though you're helping them? Because shouldn't you just do it for free? So yeah, <laughs> that mindset is really hard to overcome. Beautiful. Mm. I love that. I love that. Um, okay. Thank you so much for that. And we can come back to all this at the end, um, but let's see how Jackie's profession as a, a new a diet, dietitian, excuse me, kind of fits in here. Um, so yeah, kind of from a personal standpoint first we went through like a hurricane so something trauma immediately in our life or my life um and just afterwards I noticed how like drained I was and like physically exhausted and just didn't feel like myself for like months and so with trauma like physically it causes a lot of stress and cortisol I know Catherine can probably attest more to this um the science part of it but your body's going through a lot and it can go on for a long time recuperating it takes time to kind of get back to the pre-trauma phase, if, if possible. So just nutritionally too, we try to make sure that people are keeping good, healthy diets. A lot of times appetites um, plummet with trauma. They're, they're so stressed and thinking about other things that appetite is not a, a factor in people's or a priority, but that's also what helps our bodies recuper recuperate and give us fuel. So from a nutrition standpoint, um, nutrition can go down quite quickly, but that's also the time. Trauma can increase your nutritional needs. So kind of finding that balance to help just kind of support overall health, but especially the like inflammation and kind of getting that down too. 
after a traumatic event. Very interesting. Thank you for sharing that, especially that the fact that, you know, when you're in trauma, that's a time to kind of increase, increase the, the healthy nutrients and things. Wow. Very interesting. All right, Sonia, how about you, your background as a business owner? What have you seen? So working in the hair industry, I've had the opportunity to work with breast cancer patients. And so it was kind of a, a double, um, a double way to help people. Um, not only was I mastectomy me fitter where I helped women that lost their breasts due to cancer. I also helped them when they started to lose their hair. And I noticed when the women would come into uh, my little space and I would have to fit them for a bra or a prosthesis, whether it was a wig or whether it was um, um, prosthetic breast, um, they would often kind of hide their bodies and kind of shield themselves. They would be very shy. It would be hard for them to look um, you directly in the eye and those are signs that I recognize because having a special needs brother, growing up, seeing my mother constantly have to take care of him and defend him, those were signs that I recognized. So when those women would step into my space, I wanted to make sure that they felt safe and nurtured and listened to. I never tried to push them to, um, you know, be comfortable because it would take time. But um, I really just tried to be a friend and be a calming force for them because this was a traumatic experience taking off your clothes you know your hair is falling you know um, and then you have someone there to guide you so um, my background in cosmetology listening on the other end being a good listener really helped mm. me to be able to help those women that much more further wow yeah that's that's huge I mean you definitely in that line of work dealing with people at a very delicate time in their life um, where I'm sure that anxiety and the stress is overwhelming. I really, it's, it's, it's overwhelming. Um, now um, for me, um, I'll just share some of my past traumas and how it's affected my personality is um, dealing with traumas uh, such as um, any sort of um home stresses or things like that. I noticed with my personality has made me very um, kind of discerning and kind of almost have a guard up all the time. I can tell in myself, that's how certain things I've gone through in my past have affected my personality. So for me, when I had that client in my chair as a hairstylist and I see they have a guard up, maybe they're saying, you know, don't cut off too much or don't do this. Mm. And I don't want that. I'm like, okay, they got to guard up. Mm. How do I help them get to the place that they want, the cut they want or the makeup they want and get the guard down, but you got to kind of like recognize the guard. So, um, that's one that I can kind of identify with. And I just feel like it comes from, you know, family trauma and things like that. Um, how about our personalities, ladies? Like, is there anything you feel comfortable sharing as far as your own past trauma that you could tell has affected mm. your personality? Mm. Well, I'll go first. Um, I've had some very interesting, I'll call them interesting experiences in life. And it has made me um, very cautious. Um, it has made me very empathetic. It has made me very discerning um, energy level as far as how much I can take on or what um, type of uh, circle of people that I'm around is very important. I have to feel safe 
with the individuals that I spend my time with. Otherwise, it is a trigger for me of feeling insecure or feeling, um, you know, going back to those traumatic moments. So for me, I have to really um, make sure my space is peaceful, it's kind, and that I'm absorbing things that are encouraging me constantly from the inside out. That is beautiful. That's that's good. That's so nice. See, I feel like some of the stuff I've been through, it's kind of made me a little nasty. I ain't gonna lie. Like, <laughs> I could be pretty, pretty nasty, you know? Sometimes you be going through stuff and you're like, look, I don't been down this road before. I'm, I'm ready to just, you know, anyway. Anybody else? Um, um, did I, I was going to throw out there that I noticed for me uh, a coping technique I didn't identify it at the time was very codependent behaviors, very much a people pleaser. Um, mm-hmm. I learned to, to keep the peace, right? Because if everybody around you is happy, then you can feel a little bit safer. Nobody's going to fly off the handle. Uh, but what I didn't realize until I was older in life and like my late twenties, early thirties was that builds up a lifetime of resentment when you're always saying yes, or doing mm-hmm. what other people want you to do and making decisions from that place instead of from what authentically you know would be best for you and your goals in life. And so I kind of swung the other way <laughs> to the past few years have been like you were saying, Clary, like maybe I'm a little bit nasty and my boundaries <laughs> are coming down hard and I'm like, I'm not taking this anymore. And so I think eventually we start to like find a nice, happy medium. <laughs> that's exactly like, I feel like you just said words that were in my brain. Like that's exactly it. The people pleasing, especially for me, one of those times I felt like I was being loved is when I'm doing and doing and doing mm-hmm. for people and you mm-hmm. just get gived out, you know, so got it. Yeah. And going with the giving out sometimes just going back to the whole branding and um, pricing, uh, sometimes you're always um, discounting or uh, giving your services for free when you also have to eat. And um, one of my personal money traumas was um my mom, uh, we came uh, to America when I was six and she didn't know much English. We learned English together. And um, I remember my mom not being able to pay rent and she misunderstood um, what was being said to her. So she uh, was crying and filling up the bathtub with water because she thought that they were going to shut off the water and that we weren't going to have anything to like bathe in or cook mm-hmm. or whatever with. So she was crying and she was filling up the water, um, the bathtub with water. And uh, that was my, my introduction to money and how we didn't have any um, mm. at, at six years old. So um, as an adult, now I'm constantly um, in fight or flight mode with money. And um, I uh, realized that I gave it too much power, right? Mm. It's, it's, just, it's just paper at the end mm. of the day. Mm-hmm. And um, when we give away our um, power to money or when we even feel guilty for receiving money, um, we, we push, we push it away because money is j- just energy and it's just a projection of who we already are. It doesn't change who we are. It just magnifies who we already are. So if we're an awful individual, we're going to do awful things with money. And if we're a good person, then we're going to project goodness, uh, with that specific resource. So not being afraid of it, taking my power back. And I did that through <laughs> lots of, uh, courses on a money mindset, Uh, lots of journaling and also being really sincere with myself, assessing Mm. my relationship with money so that I can take power back. Mm. Wow. That is wow. All you guys are fired. This is just, you know what? I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to let Jacqueline go. 
<laughs> kind of just going back to like blending what you guys were saying. So with like trauma, different things that we go through can make us really guarded. It can also make us like compassionate too towards a certain experience or someone going through something like with my mom getting like cancer kind of similar seeing her with like the way it, it affected her life I, I feel more like compassionate when I have someone or a patient that has cancer so it's not all trauma like there's some good parts even though trauma sounds very negative sometimes mm. there can be like good benefits from it as well that can form us or you know, not form us but help us grow as a person too mm. Beautiful. That's absolutely right. It can grow that empathy and that compassion. Absolutely. When you've walked in those shoes and you know what it feels like to be in that traumatic situation. Mm. Absolutely. Um, okay. So I wanted to have Catherine share. Um, I know she's uh, prepared just a couple of things she wants to share with us, um, being that she is a trauma informed nurse and, um, her business nurse coach, Catherine, um, Really, this is kind of the meat of what she does, helping women identify, you know, what has been triggering them, help them identify what their traumas are. So let's just turn it over to you for a bit, my dear. Well, it's really a privilege to be here and talk about this because it, it obviously is close to my heart, too, you know, not just my profession. And if I'm honest, it's really disappointing how much conventional nursing and medical education actually lacks any trauma-informed curriculum. Um, and because of that, the medical system and healthcare system causes a lot of trauma. So if you're not already traumatized, you will be once you have to go receive care. I and mean, I think it was so beautiful what you were saying, Sonia, and you too, Clary, about just how powerful your presence was in your profession, caring for people, caring for their hair. You know, anytime we're in somebody's close personal space, just if we can be aware of how we're showing up, they will feel that, you know? Um, and I think for me, I realized how traumatizing the healthcare system is when I was a teenager and I was diagnosed with a chronic autoimmune disease. And I just felt like nobody understood what I was going through. I was basically given a prescription and told, go home, get over it and take these the rest of your life. Okay. So now that's traumatizing on the top of the physical symptoms. Now this is like permanent. And so I took some time off of life. I left school. I left my job and I like retreated to Vermont far away from anybody. And I lived alone for a year and it was uh, like you were saying, Alejandra, like lots of journaling, lots of coaching, lots of mindset work. And I was like, in my heart of hearts, I don't believe that my symptoms have to be permanent. I don't believe my body is irreparably broken. And I really believe that the trauma I experienced early in my life has caught up with me and it's now mm -hmm. manifesting itself physically. And I didn't have the terminology. I didn't have the research to prove it because that's not what conventional medicine teaches. But I went back and I finished nursing school and I got my degree in hand and I started to work in, in the hospitals and I was a good little people pleasing nurse and I passed the pills and, and I told other patients, your, your prognosis is permanent, you know, like this, but I didn't believe it. And that's a really horrible position to be in when you don't believe what you're telling your patients. So mm -hmm. I finally got out of that kind of hamster wheel after five years and I started to do health coaching. And I was specifically working with women who like myself had chronic illness, had autoimmune disease, 
And I started teaching them basic self-care and lifestyle management and how to overcome trauma and codependency and how to identify stressors in their life and make shifts so that they weren't continuing, you know, to undermine their physical health. And again, like I didn't have the science for it until recently, but I knew, I just knew in my heart and my gut that there was a connection. And so a couple of years ago, when I discovered the science that I now teach in my programs that links specific traumas to specific physical symptoms, mm-hmm. um, I've noticed just exponentially an improvement in my clients' um, success in overcoming symptoms. And honestly, their trauma too, you know, even mental health symptoms like anxiety and depression. So it all stems from my own traumatic journey <laughs> through life to get where I am today. <laughs> That was beautiful. That is just, and um, I've had the privilege to um, join a couple of um, Nurse Coach Catherine sessions, and she has a whole team now um, that she works with, and it's just great, guys. Really great information, and the whole purpose of this episode today was I just wanted to kind of raise some awareness for the link between the traumatic experiences and how it affects our personality. The trauma affects us in a lot of different ways, but every single day, the way we talk on the phone, talk to people, drive in the car, whatever it is, is because of whatever things that we've gone through that make us do what we do. And so I think as women, um, especially with our dealings with each other, if we can understand that and know that and then know what our specific feels, you know, our specific what we bring to the table, our expertise, how that can help other women, how we can use our voices to help each other in that way. And then just in our everyday interaction, because I'm sure you guys would all agree that sometimes it's really hard interacting with women. And I hate to say that because I love women. That's like my whole like mission, but it's, you know, it can be very difficult and it's all because of our traumas. Okay. Um, so guys, um, before we close, I do want to um, give each lady here on the panel today the opportunity to um, just drop their business name and um, their website because we want you to definitely keep in touch with all of them. Um, we will be doing these episodes again. Uh, remember, this is the um, Real Talk with Will, Real Women excuse me, panel. And each time we meet, we'll be talking about a different um topic that we need to talk about what women need to talk about real talk okay so um let's start with jackie this time um so i'm jackie when you ask my traveling dietitian um the website is www.atravelingdietitian.com all right how about alejandra i'm just gonna give you my social and then slide into my dms <laughs> I, like, I like to talk <laughs> Um, so you can find me at uh, Beneath the Surface uh, on Instagram. And the name is Alejandra, but Alex is short because we're in America. Love it. <laughs> and Sonia? <laughs> I am Sonia, the owner of Recover, Restore, and Grill. And you can find me on Instagram. You can find me at Recover, Restore, Grill. That's Recover, underscore, Restore, underscore, Grow without the W. So drop the W, G-R-O. And then my website is Recover, Restore, Grow, and dot com. Perfect. And Catherine. Well, the easiest place to find me is probably on social media too. I'm really active there. So my personal handle is nurse coach, nurse coach Catherine. And you can also find my organization at uh, chronic wellness collective. 
Perfect. Perfect. All right, ladies. So that is going to be it for today's episode. I want to thank you so much for listening to Work It Lady. Have a great day and we'll see you in the next episode.